Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's a, a very uh, interesting uh, narrative over the weekend after what happened in Super Rugby with Adi Savia and the dreaded throat slitting action. I suppose first up, what was your initial response when you saw what he did after he got that yellow card sanction? Oh, I think first of all, you know, Adi Savia has been around the game for a long time. He's a wonderful player on the field, one of the best, um, and also a great ambassador for the game off the field. And, you know, one little discretion, um, you know, doesn't discredit Artie Savi. He's a wonderful person. And when I saw it, it wasn't a good look for the game. It was totally out of um, Artie's personality. Yes, he's a competitor on the field and it's a collision sport and and it's, it's quite ferocious on the field. And it's just, it was out of character for Artie. Um, he knew that he was very good after the game when he got interviewed by Drew Mitchell on Stan Sport and he put his hand up and said, I'm sorry, it's out of character, it's the heat of the battle. And as commentators and as fans, we're, we're not in the heat of the battle. We're, we're out watching the game, so things can happen pretty quickly. And so, one, it wasn't a good look. He, he admitted that. Um, and obviously, I think the yellow car was probably sufficient. And I think they probably should now look at it will be a severe warning or, or, or maybe a one-match ban, but I'd be surprised. Um, it's more about probably unsportsmanlike conduct and bringing the game into disrepute just for that level. And oh, I feel for Artie because he's a wonderful player and does so much for the game on the field and also off the field. Was it a death threat, as was shouted by the players on the field at the time, do you believe? And what was he trying to achieve with that motion? Uh, well, I wasn't on the field, so it's difficult to sort of say too much about it, but it was just it was just frustration. Um, I was commentating on the game and I saw it. I thought it's just he was just frustrated. Um, the Hurricanes were well in front and was right on half time when the Melbourne Rebels just started to get a little bit, bit of momentum. And um, so he was just frustrated. And uh, I know I know it's part of the the Haka, uh, the Koparapunga, and I know it's it's performed occasionally when that's performed, but. It's, it's just not a good look for the young boys and girls who watch the game. That's all it is. And Artie knows that. He put his hand up. Um, you know, he said that his dad rang him straight away. So, And he's apologised. And I think we should all move on. But I think there will be a decent warning. So what's the, the line, I suppose, in the sand, Tim, when it comes to what you can, how you can express your frustration or grief on the puck? Is there one? Well, there, there definitely is. It's, 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 if, you know, really, it's the test of whatever you do on the field. I think, in my personal view, is if an eight or ten year old boy and girl are watching the game, is it the right thing to do? So, you know, a fist pumped, yep, yeah, all good, hands in the air after scoring a try, um, you know, a celebration after scoring tries. But I think there is a line in the sand which I think is what do boys and girls who are eight or ten years of age when they watch the game, what do they see? So you said you're, you're happy enough with what happened on the park. Was there a move there possibly after that yellow card for maybe the TMO to spend eight or nine minutes to have a look at that and maybe issue something bigger than just the yellow? Because this is the, the new flavour, I suppose, in officiating term. Two ways to go. You can, you can upgrade it to a red, which I don't think they, they weren't going to do that, and they didn't. But then after the match, of course, the siding commissioners look at all the matches and look at all the things that have happened and all the yellow cards and see if there's any evidence to think, OK, well, we need to cite. And then and Super Rugby have decided to, to cite um, Artie, and we'll see what happens today and, and in the next couple of days what, what occurs. But I, my, in my personal view, if I'm a siding commissioner and I'm on the siding board, I'd be saying yellow card was... Yes, it was sufficient, but also I think you're going to need to have a really strong warning. You know, his good behaviour over the last eight to ten years is on the field and off the field been pretty good. So that's what I'll be looking at. Tim Horan joins us here on Sports Talk. Tim, mitigating circumstance. So what, what kind of 
what's what is what was said? Do you believe that would drive them to do something like? Because as you said, he's normally pretty down to earth in the park, and he doesn't explode like that. So whatever happened off the ball that we didn't hear or didn't see must have been reasonably extreme. You'd suggest. And most of the time, you know, there's a bit of banter around, you know, if anyone gets a yellow card, the opposition, there's always a bit of banter around. And um, so that's where it would have come from. Would have, Melbourne Rebels players would have maybe niggled him a little bit as he got the yellow card and walked off and said, that's great, Artie, you go off early and um, <laughs> for half time. And, and he's just reacted. And players do that in the heat of the battle. It doesn't matter what sport it is, whether it's rugby union or other sports globally, it's it's frustration. And you, I think when tempers are flaring and, and you're emotionally engaged in the match, it, it's difficult to hold, you know, um, things like that back. So if you're taking some good out of this, the good would be that players are on notice that that behaviour is not acceptable. So yes, it happened and you can't take it back and we'll see what the sanction is uh, from the judiciary. But a wider picture here, all the players are, okay, that's cool. You just can't do that. They probably should know anyway, but it's just refresher, a refresher course, if you will. Yeah, I think players understand that's why you don't see much of those type of gestures or other gestures that go against the, um, you know, sportsmanship in the game. And, you know, as I said before, when, you know, when whether it's, you know, women's playing the game or whether it's men's playing the game, you have to understand, that especially at that level, at the professional level of the game, when there's, you know, TV cameras everywhere, it's broadcast, not just in Australia, New Zealand, broadcast globally, that young boys and girls, you know, look up to these players and they want to aspire to just play community rugby. Um, so, yes, I understand it's the heat of the battle. It was the wrong thing to do. Artie's admitted that, which was great. He, he said he said sorry, which I think is great after the game. He put his hand up. But, yeah, it's not, not a place for it and players know that. And so I suppose things have changed a wee bit since your time because the coverage wasn't as intense as it is now. But do you think the aggression on the field is actually generally pretty well managed by the players in general? Oh, I think it is. I think most players and the referees, you know, have a pretty good grasp on the game and they understand, you know, what level they can go to. And, you know, 99.9% of the players um, post a game are shaking hands, hugging each other, whether it's swapping a jersey, whether they're having a beer and a dressing shed after the game. So that all still goes on. Um, But at some stage, you know, players understand where the level is on the field and, and, but as I said, we're not on the field. It's a very physical game at the moment and there's a lot of confrontation all over the ball. Players are, you know, uh, are jackling over the ball to try and, and then they're getting cleaned out, awkward positions. So most players on the field these days respect every single player and also the referee with what's going on. Well, it's hardly a low Carossa situation. So you reckon about a week, that should be enough. Tim Horan, thanks very much for joining us on the program. Looking forward to catching up again soon. Yeah, thanks very much. It's uh, maximum will be a week, but it might be a severe warning for Artie. He's a wonderful player and a, and a great ambassador for the game.